0: I know you have to hit the button to be able to... pray. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah, when you go to say first...
0: Praying.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Oh, Lord, we thank you for your grace, your mercy, your blessings, and your provision. We thank you, Lord, that um, you've given us every minute to start and redo and renew. Lord, um, our time is not our own. It's yours. So I just ask for today that... Uh, You fill us in a way that we would not expect it, that you help us to minister to one another and love one another um, to a more effective, thorough manner, and that, Lord, you um, just take control of my tongue, that, Lord, whatever may be coming out of my mouth is directly guided by your Holy Spirit, regardless of what I had planned. Let your plans reign today. Just bless this group, bless those that are on their way, bless those that are... um, busy moving things, Um, and Lord, uh, again, just have your way, in Jesus' name. Um, Hi, guys, I feel like I've been gone for centuries. Um, Do I need the mic? Do I need the mic? Okay. I will talk in the mic. Is this better? Okay. Um, So it's kind of weird. We got our same old crew. we've got plenty of room to grow, so please make sure you tell your friends, and neighbors, and everything else that we have room to grow. Um, I actually like your ring, Linda. Okay. It's fun. Um, the one real good fun blessing of being in this room is that we get other people's leftovers, so yeah, make sure you awesome. eat. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing if they want to leave their leftovers, we'll be happy to eat them okay um. We're going to end a little bit early so we can help set up the room for Pastor John's Israel trip, uh, communication this afternoon. Um, Let's start out with some things. Ron sends his love. He's in Connecticut working. Um, And before I go any further, you all should have heard about Serve Day. Yes? Does anyone understand or know what Serve Day is? Am I getting blank stares? No one knows what Serve Day is. Okay, so basically, the Bay, right? We're changing how we um, implement out our focus, um, which is loving uh, God and loving others. Did I get that wrong? Did I get it backwards? Loving. No. Okay. <laughs> General intent. Anyway, um, they're putting together serve days, and you can actually go on the website, and there's a lot of different activities where we can actually put our faith into action. Um, Coming up on the 16th, which is a Saturday, the Rio Vista Elementary School is going to be doing a cleanup. They're going to be painting and cleaning up and doing some gardening stuff. On the 22nd and 23rd, options for women are doing some things in Concord in their physical place. On the 26th, um, there's actually a bike rodeo. So a bike rodeo. Um, they're giving away free bikes and helmets and, and everything else like that. So Friday is the prep. They're unwrapping the bikes, getting the bikes all set up for the giveaway the following day. And on Friday the 27th, it actually sounds like it's a mini um, Convoy of Hope almost. They've got face painting, the bike giveaway, portraits, and um, hair. Um, they're doing hairstylists, so if you know a barber, or that would be perfect for you. Um, as I'm thinking, as well as cleanup. Coming up on May 2nd, you've got Family Justice Center is having an annual uh, fundraising dinner, so you can help serve. Um, Ron and I are gonna be looking at our calendar and signing up for some of these, but really, really highly suggest getting involved for a couple of different reasons. One, it's good for us. And two, it's mm-hmm. great for the community, right? Because God didn't, I, I don't see where Jesus said, love the people so much that you sit in your house and wait for them to come to you to be able to minister. He went out. So that's kind of what we're asked to do. And serve day is just a really fun way to do it. Some of them are only like an hour, you know, hour and a half uh, worth of commitment. Some are are, are definitely more. Um, so lots of opportunity. Because this class is the way it is, um, intentionally they're asking like small groups to sign up as groups. So, if you belong to another small, uh, group, Bible study or something like that, talk to them. Hey, let's all go and serve, you know, on such and such a day. It would be a really great thing. Um, but this class being the way this class is, um, we're going to encourage you to get together with other people and, and even in here if you guys want to. But we're not going to facilitate one serve day. Does that make sense? Okay, good. All right. Um, any other. Are there any other functional things that I'm forgetting?
1: Um, I would encourage us as a class to begin praying for um, resurrection weekend services because I think that's pretty much what we're going to launch the day, but also we know that people come to church Easter, Christmas and Mother's Day and so our next great opportunity for those people out in the community, community, campuses, then we can begin laying the groundwork just in our prayer time for the Lord
0: to connect with those people. Yeah. um, I know that they always put cards out, um, you know, and they should be getting the cards out pretty soon here. So, you know, you never know. Leave them at the doctor's office. You know, leave 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 them where you have left an appointment, you know, wherever you go. Leave them at the counter in the post office uh because you never know how god's going to use that as well as saying you know to your neighbor just don't put them in your neighbor's mailboxes that's actually mail fraud you can't do that you can put them on their door but you can't put them in the mailbox
1: huh
0: they do it okay so um man you guys look good I just want to say, you look good. It's, it, it's been a long time since I've been in class, so I'm glad I'm back. But I heard that my uh, lovely compatriots, victims in crime, whatever you want to call, um, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, um, led a phenomenal group um, last time on, on uh, self-awareness. And we're going to continue um, this series. We're doing the series Relational Wellness. Hello, see the book? This is like really weird talking in a microphone. Anyway, we're doing relational wellness and we started on this course talking about um, what wellness would look like. That if we were all actually healthy human beings relating well to one another, how society would change. Let alone adding the aspect of relating to one another as Christ would relate to another. Um, we talked about what hinders us from caring, and we talked some about the cost of caring, what it actually costs us to care. I mean, I don't know about you, but there's times in my life where I've just given up caring. You know, it, it's too much effort. I got too much of my own stuff. And the idea of now caring for someone else, it's just Wasn't a bad, it wasn't a good experience. It was a bad experience. Um, but God keeps renewing and rejuvenating and saying, no, caring is important. We have to do it. So we get up. So we're, again, last week, um, or last time we met, I should say, they talked about self-awareness. Um, for those of you that were here, what did you guys think of that discussion? Or do you remember that discussion? Because it was two weeks ago. Ah, you had homework did you do your homework okay so there's no accountability in this group <laughs> I will tell you this again I am a am a public school teacher and I get on my kids about making sure that they get all their homework done and then I will tell them I'm going to do it alongside with them and then there are times when I do it the night before it's due and the Lord convicts me. You got to preach, you know, you got to practice what you preach. And the purpose of doing the homework is to build your knowledge, to build your, your um, self awareness, to build your confidence, um, and so that you can theoretically share that information better than with someone else.
1: There was another aspect to that homework, which is to activate. The things that we were learning. Because if you don't take the time to to connect the dots for your own self, all we are in front of the class are talking heads. If you if you don't if you don't in, ingest it, if you don't spend time with the Lord, conversing with the Lord, and having Him converse with you about the topic, and then taking the steps He's asking you to take, I'm going to be bold and say, don't come to class. I'm just going to say it because it's a waste of your time, not a waste of my
0: time. Do you know what the difference is between the Red Sea. Sea and the Dead Sea? They both are fed from the same source of water, but the Dead Sea has no outlet, and literally there is no life around it. And going into there, if you digest the waters, you can actually die. It is so mineral rich, it has no outlet. The Red Sea has that outlet. The information, the the flow, right? The stream of God, the living water flows through it. And there's a lot of richness, there's a lot of life, there's a lot of of animal life and everything else like that, that that feeds. If we're not activating it, if we're not giving it out to others, I agree completely with my sister.
1: And I'm not saying it because I'm hurt. I'm, I'm not. I've learned over the years, many of you have been with us, that it, it happens. You know, life gets in the way and we forget the whole you know, do it for whatever reason. But, you know, scripture says in Romans 12, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Your bodies includes your mind. It includes your will, your emotions, and your conscience it says fully acceptable to god which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god so taking the first step of renewing our minds is part of what the journey that god wants us to go on it's it's where it starts. We don't start by doing until we've really heard from God. And he's helped us take apart things that are from our past, that have wounded us, kept us trapped, kept us from seeing where it is he wants us to go, and presented it to him and allowed him to begin doing that work of healing and then continuing on that journey. Because he loves us enough. So it's really what I'm saying, I'm saying because I love you. Not out of any other reason, but because I love you and I know God wants more for you. He sees you as you really are, as you are really made. Now, will you partner with him to see yourself the way he sees you? All right. That, that put a conviction in my heart. <laughs> All right. It, it we last well, it was a couple weeks ago we talked about, uh, part of the things that we talked about was aloneness. And, you know, uh, enter into that aloneness, you have a positive on the negative side of it, and uh, you know it's like what do we do with it? What do we do with that aloneness? You know it's like if that aloneness is something that you take and, and convert it to something good, you know, and we all have it, we all have that aloneness, but it depends on what you do with it, you yeah. pretty much.
0: Yeah. And today's discussion follows along with that, and as a matter of fact, the very first um, thing that we're going to discuss today to help remove aloneness if we wanna help remove aloneness from other individuals, we need to practice humility. And we've had lots of discussions in this class before what humility is and what it isn't. Um, and we know, of course, um, Philippians do nothing at, uh, 2, 3, through 4, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain, consi- uh, vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above ourselves, not looking to your own interests but each of you to the interests of others. And when we talk about humility, there's three different types of, um, how do I want to say it, Um, groups that we fall into, categories. One, those of us that think very humbly and think totally more about other people, but they do so in a codependent way. Because their own self worth and their own value tends to be less important than. And that's really a false humility. That is not what God desires. I am no more or no less important than anyone else. And I need to remember that. We also can, um, have my glasses? and that will work much better. We also have those that think only of themselves, and that's not humility at all, right? And the others are those of us that show true humility. Again, we're understanding our importance, our self-value is as valid as other people, but we know that there's a time and a place and a season to put that aside to be able to listen to someone else and identify with their hurt, their need, and their aloneness. Does that make sense? Okay, so given that, we're going to talk about humility in the way that we listen. So what do you think that would look like? If we are being humble in the way that we listen, what would that look like? Yeah, no, it's a big question. This group has been around enough. Okay, so hearing the other person in a way that shows that we're caring for them. Okay, that's a good part. What else?
1: Listening with the intent to
0: understand. Listening with the intent to understand. And not reply. And not reply?
1: Taking our own personal
0: biases out of our listening. Ooh. Taking our biases out of our listening. Is that possible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I mean, we try. Mm-hmm. We try. But think of the conversations that you had this last week. How easy was it to take your own perspective out of it? Okay, it's very, very hard. So when we're talking about humbly listening, we're talking about active relational listening that goes beyond listening to the words and trying to hear the heart. And when I look at this, I think of, um, who is it, Nicodemus up in the tree? right? No, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, I knew that. Um, was, yeah, totally wrong. Zacchaeus up in the tree, all right? So he's yelling, Jesus, Jesus. What did Jesus respond? Hey, come on down. I'm coming to your house, okay? Well, wait a second. It doesn't say that Zacchaeus said, Hey, Jesus, I want you to come to my pad tonight and chill with me. All he was doing was crying out. But Jesus looked to his heart. He wanted fellowship. He wanted intimacy. He wanted connection. Now, I can imagine if this little dude's climbing up into a tree, the reason why he's climbing up into a tree is because there's a lot of other people in that crowd that were looking for something, too, and yelling out Jesus' name. But Jesus stopped and heard his heart. And that's what we're going to ask you to do. So, activation, a second. We're going to take a moment you're going to pair up with someone all right and share a moment from childhood all right and since we've got some young kids here share a moment you're already children so you know just okay share a moment from childhood all right and after a few moments try to reflect back that the listener will reflect back on what the person is saying now i'm not saying share a good time i'm not saying share bad time. I'm saying share a moment, all right? Um, so one of my moments, it's like, okay Lord, what do you want me to share? I remember we used to have all the Jewish relatives over for Christmas, and friendly ice cream was open on Christmas, don't ask me why, but we used to go, my cousins used to go, and we used to have an ice cream called Jim Vandy, okay? It was this huge like half a gallon of ice cream in one dish, type thing, um, and we all like shared this Jim Dandy, okay? So my sister, because I don't have my partner with me today, can you actively respond to me?
1: Okay. So um, what I heard was when you were younger, your Jewish family would come over for Christmas, and you guys would have ice cream, and um, you would... <laughs> It was called Friendly Ice Cream. That was the name of the business. That was the name of the business. And I thought, that's very interesting that it was friendly. So I'm glad that it was friendly for you guys at Christmas. But that in that, you guys shared this ice cream called a Jim dandy, which this, these are my words, not yours. yours a Neapolitan on steroids. Right. Because it had everything in there but the kitchen sink. Did I hear you correctly?
0: You did hear me correctly. Did I miss anything? I think the, the, um, the, how do I say this? When you talked about it being friendly, mm-hmm. you caught my emotion as I was explaining. Okay? Active listening, thank you. Thank you. Active listening is more than just giving back what they gave but you could hear when my sister was talking about, it's ironic that they call it friendly or, or something similar to that, um, I knew that she caught my emotion in that sharing. And that's what active listening does. It's more than just the content, it catches the underneath as well. Does that make sense? Okay, so we're gonna give you a couple minutes. Um, again, right. partner up. I'm. Um, you might have to share with people, uh, but partner up and the first person is going to share an experience from childhood, the other is going to actively listen and then switch. So make sure it's not a womb-to-tomb childhood story, okay, just a, just, just a short one.
1: and I going well, I spoke of week, and said, Part of my family's state. So that's a kind of connect. connect, connect i <laughs> <over covers. laughs> You were young, and you were going along the shore in the public, and now the shell, the shell was um, uh, something that you looked at, and there was a, like a fossil fish, and you were amazed with that but in the end of what happened, your, your family were leaving the girl home, and um,
0: acts that comes to the group. <laughs> <player. laughs> <But, laughs> council
1: and and this day okay if the
0: other person hasn't spoken or shared their experience please switch
1: which has
0: part
1: here like not
0: it much
1: so, in my interest was, and was in and I was like, I I have I It's very enjoyable. I a think pretty much something